0: Uh, Time now for some previews, and I'm delighted to welcome back Laura Mansfield and Chris Curtis. Uh, We will start with Honey, I Bought the House, an objective and crook productions pilot for UKTV's Formats Lab initiative. The show provides a couple with a £15,000 deposit to get them on the property ladder, but in a don't-tell-the-bride-style twist, they are then separated and one is given three weeks to buy a house, or the couple lose the money. Here's a taste of the first episode where Chris is watching from behind the scenes as his girlfriend Charlie and her mum Sandra are looking around one of three houses he's been thinking about buying.
1: This looks nice. <laughs> oh
0: looks nice, that does it. It
1: looks a bit more me doesn't it. <laughs> yeah
0: it does. Oh I think I bought this one.
1: I think I might like it. <laughs> I think you might like. It. <laughs> oh, no. <It> feels <laughs> homely already. Oh, I think. Oh, I think I'm darling. going to
0: like it. Yeah, but think about size. Think about the size of the place.
1: Oh, I do really like it. She likes it. Plenty of room for a table. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like the units.
0: Where is it? It's in Dunmo. Think you're in Dunmo. We've got
1: space.
0: Yeah, but look at the lounge area. It's small. It's small lounge area. It's
1: all modern. It's all new. Oh. F- if Charlie and Chris fail to see eye to eye about his final choice, their dream of getting on the property ladder is about as remote as, well,
0: the village of Little Dunmo. I think you've got to consider the location, where this is, how far it is from your work and Chris's work. Yes, yeah, Sandra.
1: Nice big bathroom. Lovely. Natural light, window,
0: excellent. That's a nice bathroom, I like that bathroom. I
1: think it's got everything we both want and need. If Chris has not
0: chosen this one,
1: yeah, we want to know why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm in so much shit.
2: Uh, what, what did you make of this, Chris? It, it's a fairly well-trodden path in the sense that it so, owes so much to Don't Tell the Bride. Um, and like that show, it's sort of based on this vaguely jocular idea of male incompetence, which I sort of uh, can just about cope with. It has some funny moments, and the final section that we heard there where the young lady is going around looking at these three shortlisted properties and trying to work out which one she thinks her uh, partner has um, made an offer on, um, uh, while the guy who's done the, the bidding watches on um... behind the scenes uh... that's that's funny you know there are some funny moments there and as ever it's the disparity between the two different points of view but um, it took a little while to get going and um that endless sort of recap thing before and after the commercial breaks, where they, they throw forward, and it just—it's more pronounced when there aren't actual advert breaks. Uh, maybe when you're it watching the previews, may, maybe I guess. it is, maybe it is. But I that I found that very frustrating. So lots to like there, but um, uh, fairly well trodden path, I'd say.
0: That's the best bit of the show, isn't it, Laura? That to, for me it was anyway. When they when they're viewing the properties,
1: um, I don't know. I mean, I I went into the show sort of expecting to not like it because I thought, well you know, it's don't tell the bride for property hunting. But actually, I found myself really charmed by it. And I I actually found the beginning of the show where you're sort of setting up the concept and imagining, oh my God, what would it be like if you actually had to buy a house totally without your partner, with no help at all, and reveal it done without any consultation and it was quite delicious and sort of looking at setting up that sort of anticipation at the beginning i thought was you know was really entertaining um i thought that it is well-trodden territory but no one's done it for house buying before so why not i you know it'll be really interesting to see how it does i mean i think that the formats lab initiative is a very clever idea um On the part of watching UK TV, you know, and, you know, for that channel being able to sort of say, right, we're going to play, we're going to have four, five new formats, and we're going to open up opportunities for five indies to come up with different ideas, see how they get on, you know, good on them. I think the challenging thing is to get an audience with one episode of something without a lot of marketing that then becomes tough.
0: It, it would be interesting to see what they consider a success uh, because it, as Laura says it's going to be quite difficult to attract a big audience in
2: isolation. It won't just it? be ratings they won't measure it purely on rating success. I'm 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 sure they're pretty sophisticated there they all have different measures um you know some sort of group testing or AI, AI or something like that. The The thing, uh, the, it reminded me a bit of, a, of a, you know, a Kirstie and Phil show where you've got a couple and they're both on screen and the bloke wants one thing and the woman wants another thing and they go around and Kirstie and Phil sort of throw their hands up in the air and say, oh, how frustrating, these two are never going to agree. It was kind of that, but with the, the, the couple separated um so i kind of felt like i've been there before a, a little bit um the other thing that occurs to me is when you when they do don't tell the bride on bbc3 that's obviously a youth skewing channel with young couples what wasn't clear to me on this is whether if you return you know there's a returnable format the casting would be quite interesting whether if you didn't have a young couple a first-time buyer whether that would work i presume they will do young first-time buyers over and over again um and that you know i think that would work well but for watch Um, which is a more mainstream entertainment channel, broader audience. I didn't know whether that would, um, would jar slightly. To me, it was sort of lacking some of the traditions that a wedding brings. Uh,
0: because there's lots of little format points that you see and don't tell the bride obviously you know you know, they they have the stag do and the hen do and you know all the various things the that dress, go the yeah, venue exactly. the food yeah you just don't have that with house buying do you and you're sort the of fitted wardrobes yeah, wardrobe sort you're looking around you're sort of walking around looking at inanimate objects which is a bit of a problem I think in the middle section of the show for mm. me I don't know if you agree Laura yeah no I think
1: you're already you're you're, you're in a sort of smaller territory and because you're its first time buyers The delicious bit about it is they have no clue. Um, And they're very raw and they're very emotional because they've never, never done this before. And I think that's what's really lovely. But because they're first time buyers, there's no house porn. It's little, tiny, boxy rooms, very bog standard. And one of the fun things about a property format is having a bit of house porn. So (laughs) if they were going to kind of develop this into a series, you would need, I think, to see a mixture of houses and have people at a different end of the scale.
2: Just finally, though, the casting was excellent. They were a very likeable, warm, warm couple. And even when they were disagreeing or arguing and you thought, oh, there's... It was never really felt like real tension. It it felt like a really good couple, so the casting was excellent.
0: Yeah, and they had to spend... They genuinely spent three weeks apart, didn't they? And you could see that on screen, that it was quite testing for both of them. They were in love, I thought. I found it quite warming. (laughs) Chris, you're getting soft in your old age. (laughs) Honey, I bought the House as on the 2nd of December at 8pm. Uh, Finally this episode, we head over to BBC Two for comedy Brian Pern, A Life in Rock. Uh, The six-part mockumentary is a follow-up to the first series, which originally aired on BBC Four and centres on the life of ageing rocker Brian Pern, played by Simon Day. What have you done? Please tell me. It doesn't matter how weird I can take it. Nuns, newts, flatulence, biscuits, I don't care what it is, just tell me. Brian Cornelius Pern? Yes. Is this about the poll tax EP I released with the Levellers in 1990? I realise
2: I made some damning comments about the conservatory.
0: No, it's much more serious than that, sir. You are suspected of harbouring a known criminal and felon known as Ali Quack. What? Jesus Christ. Is that it? You're arresting him for that? What do you mean, is that it? It's a very serious crime, sir. You're making a terrible mistake. Ali Quack is one of the greatest musicians in the world. Not according to the Foreign Office, sir. He's a convicted kidnapper, forger and human trafficker. This is one of your peasant bloody flute players, isn't it? Terrible news. What is going to happen to me? Nothing. They're letting you go. You come to my client's home and arrest him with some spurious guff about a fucking Iranian camel rustler. Where's the proof? Hang on a minute. Who are you? I'm your worst fucking nightmare, mate. Where's the proof? Oh, you got payments from his account. Yes, from a session recording, you plump. You can't vet every musician who records at his studio. It's like arresting Fred West, landlord. For fuck's sake, I tell you what's going to happen. You're going to release him now, and you're going to make a full apology on the news tonight. Or I'm on the phone to Theresa May, and you're directing traffic in Norwich on Monday morning. You got that?
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, right. So, was it funny?
1: It wasn't my thing. I think I would say I sort of felt like it really worked as a concept for BBC Four. In that, you know, BBC Four is a place where you have. Rock document- genuine rock documentaries and stuff about the history of music and there's a particular sort of slightly older audience who are kind of really catered for by programmes about music and therefore a comedy, a mockumentary in that context feels really smart and really clever. For me, translating that out into BBC Two into a much more mixed environment, I think is going to be a lot more challenging because when you're dealing with then a more general viewer, frankly like me, Um, you're going to be comparing it to spinal tap and you're not in that sort of particular refined world. So... I don't know. For me, it, it didn't it didn't quite hit. It's got a
2: properly properly starry cast, there, hasn't uh, it? I mean, so that is, I think, what the BBC Two move. I mean, so now Kathy Burke's in it, and um, you know Nigel Havers, and and the 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 quality of the cast is is uh, very very high. I, I absolutely agree with Laura in that what this it, this is a, a sort of satire on I don't know 70s prog rock, and the reality is not that many people in the UK are particularly bothered about 70s prog rock. Certainly, no one who is uh, yeah, yeah, you know younger than us around this table is particularly bothered about um, uh, prog rock, and so it's kind of trying to skewer the pomposity of that period. But it feels very retrospective and, and looking back. There are some really funny moments, and lots of celebs are prepared to send themselves up in it, which is fun. Martin Freeman was in it and very very funny. There was a split second of um, Fern Cotton. Um, where she um, looked like they <laughs> yes. they'd aged her about I don't know twenty five years I mean there were the lots...
0: best bit was right at the start when Alan Yentov was introducing it and they flashed up his name as, uh, Melvin, uh, as Bragg. Melvin Bragg
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was lots of there were lots of nice moments in it but uh, it, I, I I couldn't agree more with Laura in that when it sit, when it was sitting on BBC Four the people going to BBC Four were absolutely in its target audience now it's on BBC Two it's really hard to think who uh, who's going to watch this.
0: The BBC loves it though. I think, from from what I can gather, they they're very proud of it.
2: And they should. Well, I'm not saying it isn't. Yeah. A, it isn't a, a, a funny show. Um, there were lots of um, sort of nice moments. I did feel a bit like you know when you watch Simon Day, it feels a bit like I was watching a a, a far show sketch that had been um, dragged down. How many parts did you say this was? Six, Six parts. That sort of makes me a bit. Nervous, but that can, can sustain it over that period. I, I chuckled my way through. I enjoyed it. I think some of the prog rock sort of references were probably lost on me. Um, And I spent more time um, cameo spotting. Yeah. Do you think you'll be coming back,
1: Laura? I really enjoyed the performances. And I think, like Chris says, the, the cameos are brilliant. And for me, the manager's role was mm. just wonderful. And he was Every time he came back on screen, for me, he sort of lit the thing up and I really, really enjoyed that part of it. But I I just don't think that a 40-something woman is the target audience for this show.
0: Scott, you can see Shane Allen's influence here, I think, personally.
2: It's quirky. It's different. I mean, the, it sounds like we're being a bit a bit down on this. Uh, I agree with Laura again that the the manager. I'd love to see more of the manager. It kind of made me think that I'd like to see a a mockumentary about some um, TV talent agents. Maybe there's a few <laughs> a few candidates I can think of that might. Do make you think fun. that would we work,
1: Laura? <laughs> well, every talent agent I know is a remarkable and unique character. So if you could if you could get access, it would be a wonderful, wonderful mockumentary and I suspect that people would be up for sending themselves up because everyone can see the funny side in Very what they Very carefully
0: do. chosen words I think, <sighs> I enjoyed that <laughs> Brian Pern, A Life of Rock Davies on the 9th of December